Should you move to M I double S I double S I double P I? That is the subject of today's episode where we talk to Mississippi Film Office Director Nina Parikh, who extols the many virtues of the Magnolia State, also known as the Hospitality State. Those virtues include some of the most generous tax incentives in the entire country, a wide array of diverse locations, and the Mississippi Film Office itself, which can help you navigate everything you need to make your shoot in Mississippi go very smoothly. As you're about to hear, many movie makers who visit Mississippi for a film end up wanting to stay there for good. Obviously, a lot of people have reconsidered where and how they live in the last year, and I think Mississippi is one of the places that could be a perfect match for people who want to make movies outside of New York and L.A. We talk about how filmmakers like Tate Taylor, whose recent films include Ma and The Girl on the Train, are adding to a rich cinematic legacy that dates back more than a century and includes the Coen brothers' Oh Brother, Where Art Thou, Mississippi Masala, and many other films. She also tells us what kind of pie she introduced to Joel and Ethan Coen, and it sounds... And we get very specific about what it'll cost you to own an absolutely beautiful home in Mississippi. At one point in this interview, I somewhat inarticulately try to explain a memory of a magical drive I took once with my wife from Memphis to Tupelo, Mississippi, Elvis Presley's hometown. A bad company song crept through the speakers, lilting guitars and fluid bass, crisp drums, building languidly to a stadium rock chorus, and soft puddles of rain began to tap on the windshield. The sky had been perfectly clear a moment before. We pulled over and watched the rain, and listened to the rain, so deliberate that you could hear individual pellets landing on the lush grass. One of the most beautiful sights I've ever seen, some of the most beautiful sounds I've ever heard. And then it all ended. We got back in the car, and drove on to Tupelo. I can't wait to get back to Mississippi, because at that moment, and everything Nina talks about in the interview that follows, If there were a soundtrack to this episode, it would include that song, and some Elvis, and Bobby Gentry's Mississippi Delta, the song I kind of sort of sung at the top of the introduction. I'm Tim Molloy from Movie Maker, and here's Nina Parikh, director of the Mississippi Film Office. Just to start... I think a lot of people don't realize how many productions were shot in Mississippi. Can you take us through just a few of them? Yeah, sure. Thank you for having me, Tim, um, on this Monday morning. Maybe it's not Monday morning when this is airing, but on this Monday morning in Mississippi after a hard freeze and snow and ice. Um, (laughs) Movies made in Mississippi. I think people are really always very surprised at what's filmed in Mississippi. I don't have the actual number, but the first film made in Mississippi started in 1916 um, with a a silent film. Um, And then we, all the way up until now, 2021, we've been incredibly busy in the last couple of years. And people would recognize movies like Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Um, Which shot in 10 different counties in Mississippi. John Grisham movies like A Time to Kill, um, Mississippi Masala, which I have the poster. If I were in my office right now, you would see the poster behind me of Mississippi Masala. Um, 
a little movie called Ballast that I actually produced, um, but did very well on the indie circuit and shot in Yazoo County, Mississippi. Um, and right now we're incredibly busy. We're doing a, a series called Women of the Movement for ABC about the, the women of the civil rights movement. So the first one is on Mamie Till, um, Emmett Till's mother. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, so, you know, there have been pure entertainment like Oh Brother to very serious projects like the one currently here in Mississippi shooting in Greenwood. Now you're from Mississippi. You've traveled a lot. You went to school at NYU. Why did you come home? Well, you know, I think one, there's such great opportunity in Mississippi. Um, you know, if I went out to Los Angeles or New York and stayed there to build my career, obviously I'd have, there'd be many, many opportunities. Um, but I'd be one of many in, in, in those places. And in Mississippi, you know, you get to be the small, the, the big fish, you potentially could become the big fish in the small pond. And then going out to Los Angeles or New York, um, you can have a bigger splash when you get there because you maybe have built up some, some experience that you could not have gotten as easily in those bigger places. So I think there's a lot of opportunity in Mississippi. And I think about film festivals as, as an example of that. If you go to a film festival in a bigger city, you're just in the audience. You know, maybe you get to raise your hand and ask one question, possibly get called on and talk to uh, the filmmaker that's presenting. But here in Mississippi, if you're say at the Oxford Film Festival, um, it's a smaller screening. You're probably gonna be able to ask multiple questions. You'll probably be at a reception with that filmmaker and get to interact directly. And I think that just kind of Sets, sets the tone for everything that you get to do here in Mississippi, the access to nearly everything, whatever your interest is, uh, you're right there. You get, a, you get a front row seat. Yeah. Yeah, I was on a panel at Slamdance about a year ago when we could still do that. And it was, it was film festivals from all over the world. And I asked, you know, are there any festivals that are doing it really well? And everybody said, oh yeah, Oxford. Yeah. And at that point, I hadn't even heard of Oxford. Like I didn't, I was new to Movie Maker. I didn't know that it was such a huge deal. And among festival organizers, it is a massive deal and something that they all aspire to. So that was very cool to hear. Yeah, it's so great to have them here in Mississippi, Melanie Addington leading that charge. Um, and I've watched that festival grow from nothing to where it is now. And every year it's just like, oh, wow, what a great idea. Yeah, absolutely people should be doing that. Why weren't we doing that before? So they've, they've been great innovators and really embrace the filmmaker uh, and the community. So, I mean, like from both ends, it's really cool to watch them um, bring in the filmmakers and treat them really well and celebrate them and show them around Mississippi. But then on the other end of it, they're making community films. They're making films within the community, people that don't have the, they don't have the background necessarily, but they've always thought, I want to be a part of making a film. I want to be a storyteller. And they just say, come on, let's learn. Let's do this together. It's really smart. So smart. You know, I know a lot of people listening to this are thinking, should I, should I leave New York? Should I leave LA? Should I leave another big city? And Mississippi might be one of the places they're looking at. Um, you know, obviously COVID, we're seeing some signs of improvement and hopefully mm -hmm. uh, we'll have a lot of improvement, but also, we may take some good things 
that we've learned from it. Like you don't necessarily have to live in a huge city to be a movie maker. Um, can you make the pitch for why Mississippi is the right place to go now? Yes, the answer is yes, come see us. <laughs> um, you know, I think it, first of all, it's access. Yeah. Going back to what we were talking about earlier, the access to, to all things is, is right here. You get a front row seat. Um, we, we've been busy in terms of a location for filming since last June, June 2020. And I think that's partially because we don't have the population density, so there's less risk in terms of COVID. Um, we have the ability, we have the, the resources now as all places do these days, you know, you, you have access to, to equipment. There are people with, with the knowledge on how to work particular jobs. Um, and, and we have like, particularly in Natchez, Mississippi right now, we have Tate Taylor there who is building, building a film empire, you know, like he, he directed the help and, um, Ma, most recently with Oct Octavia Spencer for Blumhouse. Uh, and he decided I'm coming back home and he moved home and is starting to, he has a studio called Cro Crooked Letter Picture Company, but he's also building infrastructure around that, restaurants, coffee shops, um, just entertainment in general that would support the community, but also support um, a production while they're here. And I just think that's going to happen more and more. I mean, there, there's, there's space to grow. If you're a vendor, for example, yeah. we need infrastructure. We need more infrastructure. We're still kind of in our infancy in terms of our industry. We have people with experience. We have the locations. We have unique locations all over the state. We can be everyday Americana. We can be Chicago. We can be Vietnam. Um, We've even uh, served as West Texas for Western. <laughs> so, so we can do a lot of, we can serve a lot of different location purposes, but there's just, we're just right right now. You know, that we have communities that want to welcome productions in. Um, real estate's cheap. If you watch the show Hometown, you know that, hmm. you know, firsthand that real estate was cheap in Mississippi. Um, and we're a land of storytellers. So hmm. I think that, Maybe we don't think about that as playing a role in why we embrace the film industry, but it probably does. Our Mississippi is known for their storytelling tradition, and um, this is a new way of, of telling stories visually. So I, I think we're, we're a great spot to, to land right now. Yeah, I'll tell you personally, my wife and I drove once from Memphis through Mississippi, and I had this vision of what it was going to be. I thought it was going to be, for some reason, I thought it was going to be dry. I don't know where I got that idea. I thought it was going to be, you know, really conservative and cold and unfriendly. Could not have been more wrong. I mean, everybody we met was just because when you're from Los Angeles, you get this stereotype of like, this is what the, you know, the South is like. And once you travel, often the opposite is true. Like whatever you're thinking, the opposite is true. First of all, it rained very quickly. And it was like one of those, those rains that went for 10 minutes and was just beautiful and then it just up and disappeared. The radio stations were good. The music was incredible. Everybody we talked to was nice and cool and as welcoming as you could possibly be. I mean, you got you get way more cold shoulder in LA and New York than you do in Mississippi for sure. So, I mean. Yeah, um, we, we are called the hospitality state for a reason. Uh, <laughs> we have a lot of um, 
crews that come to work in Mississippi and at the end of it, you know, there are usually a number of people considering purchasing a, a home in Mississippi afterwards. And I will say that they, even if they don't purchase a home, they do come back and visit, you know, they make great friends here, like lifelong friends. And so they end up coming back and yeah, I, I think it is surprising. Um, I always say that I love, I've always said that I love, um, being an ambassador for Mississippi. That's what I feel like my, my role is. Like when you call our office, I don't know that you expect me to answer the phone or maybe anyone in our office to answer the phone. Um, since we're in a podcast, you can't see me, but I'm half Indian and half Filipino, you know, so that's not really your picture, your stereotypical picture of Mississippi. And um, I love Mississippi. It's, I, I didn't originate here in Mississippi, but I've been here most of my life. And I tra I've traveled a lot. And, you know, I, th I think that one thing that the, the politics of our country have shown us over the years is that the silver lining for Mississippi is like, oh, so all of you just point your fingers at us, like we're the ones that are backwards and stuck in the dark ages. And in fact, actually, we just revealed that everybody's in the same boat. <laughs> but we've been working on it for a while. You know, we've been trying to deal with these issues for a long time. Um, so there was, there was a bit of a silver lining, I think for Mississippi and it's like, you know, it's, it's not what you think it is. It's really not. So we love, we love to have visitors. We love, we love to learn from, from people from other places. So I think your, your experience is, is authentic in terms of Mississippi. Well, the other thing is places that have a reputation for being all one way politically, also have a very strong pocket of people who feel the other way. Like I've met some of the most conservative conservatives I've ever met out of San Francisco because they're reacting to all the liberalism around them. So it's just, right. you know, people are so much more complicated than we give them credit for everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So you mentioned, you mentioned vendors. It sounds like there's a really good opportunity for equipment rental houses for anyone who wants to kind of, uh, you know, if there's a gold rush, you can either mine for gold or you can sell pickaxes for people who want to sell pickaxes, um, for people who want to support the rising filmmaking community. Yeah, we don't have, I mean, in the state, for example, we don't have a, an exclusive like camera house, camera rental house. We don't have, um, an exclusive group in electric house. You know, we have production companies that are here in Mississippi that have their own gear and they will rent that gear and they can work as a production services company, but there's no actual, uh, as, as you would have in, in bigger cities. Um, we don't have a, we do actually have a prop house on the Gulf coast, but it's a small one. Um, so we don't have that infrastructure here and we're getting to the point where it would be useful to have it. Um, we're busy enough where a, a lot of things are having to come from out of state, but if it were here in state, the, the productions would utilize that, that in-house, um, that in-state re resource if we had it. So, yeah, I mean, even if you came in and you're renting like um, um, director's chairs and walkies, you know, the on-set stuff that you need, yeah, you would be booming because right now it's coming in from other places. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate that you mentioned the coast also because I think people forget that there are amazing beaches. Yeah. Well, that's so weird, you know, being a Mississippian, it just seems like, well, of course we have beach. How do you not know that? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we have beautiful, we have 26 miles of white sand beaches um, there on the Gulf Coast. Now our water is not going to be like, 
you, the water will be surprising to you. You'll go, wait, it's brown. This is gross. This is not what I expected. It's because we have barrier islands. So right there, right when you drive, you know, to the coastline, um, the water isn't pristine and blue. But if you go out to the barrier, barrier islands on the other side, south on the southern side, that's where the blue water is. So the barrier islands are kind of trapping in some of that um, mud and silts and stuff. So so oh, that's okay. why you don't get the, the blue waters immediately upon getting to the Gulf Coast. But if you go out to the barrier islands then you'll get that beautiful blue water. Well, I'm in Los Angeles right now and we get warnings all the time, pretty much every time there's a storm that you can't go in the ocean. So, you know, it's, <laughs> <laughs> at least it's dirt and not something else. Yes, yes. You are. it's natural, natural brown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not chemicals or anything like that for the most part. Um, yeah, you can get in the water. I mean, I think probably the thing that is even more surprising to people is the um, casinos on the Gulf Coast. I don't know that everybody knows that we have a huge casino industry down there. Um, so we have had a number of movies shoot in Mississippi because, because of the casinos. They need a casino in their film. Oh, my so, God. Yeah. So we have a couple films. I mean, a couple... Um, casinos that are very film friendly very cool we have something scouting right now actually in those casinos you mentioned scouting with the cone brothers did you actually yeah. go on a scouting trip i i scouted with them twice actually so this was early on in my career uh it was 1999 i was only here for a year ward emling was the director of the office at that time and so i was still learning i was still learning to scout and uh he got sick and in his 30 years, well, with the 19 years that I worked with him, I, maybe there were two times where he was out sick. And the <laughs> first time he was out sick was when the Coen brothers came to scout for Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? <laughs> uh, I'll set up the scene. I, he's off at home recovering. The phone rings in my office and a producer says, yeah, we're in, um, we're in, I think he's in Georgia and we're planning on going to Alabama to scout and Texas and it occurred to me that, you know, Mississippi's in between. Maybe we should stop in Mississippi too. I was like, yeah, of course, sure, come on. Um, and he gave me the list of locations and it was just all over the place, all types <laughs> of locations. Uh, and I wrote it all down and then I said, okay, well, we'll, you know, do I need to make room reservations for you? And he gave me the name, I said, give me the names. And he said, the last names he said, Joel and Ethan Cohen. I think I almost dropped the phone. I just could not believe it. <laughs> Raising Arizona at that point was, you know, real high on my list. Um, so at that point, I'm like, am I about to have to do this by myself? You know, so we <laughs> got on the phone with Ward. We plot plotted it all out. Um, they were only going to be there for, I think I had six hours probably with them in the car. That was it. So again, this was just a quick, like, we're, we're coming through, we might as well stop kind of situation because we're looking at everything else. And apparently I hit everything they needed to see because a week later, they're like, we're coming to Mississippi. It was amazing. It was what a coup. Whirl, whirlwind, whirlwind trip. Um, what did you say in the car? I mean, you took them off their planned course. And <laughs> <laughs> I don't, you know, I just tried to show them what they needed to see. I tried to be myself. I tried to plan in some good food along the way. Um, I'm a foodie. So when you come to Mississippi, you're going to eat well with me when you're in the car with me. Um, 
even if you're a vegetarian, I will find you delicious food in Mississippi, vegetarians. Um, you know, we had barbecue along the way. We, on a different scout, they came back a second time for um, some scenes with the lady killers. Hmm. Um, and at that point, we went to a place called Mammy's Cupboard and um, I don't know if it's Joel or Ethan, I can't remember which one has the pie fetish. They love, love pies, but there's this um, banana caramel pie at Mammy's Cupboard near Natchez. So good, so good. And blueberry iced tea. <laughs> so I'm convinced it's the food that convinced them. It wasn't really the locations, it was the food. It was the barbecue <laughs> and the banana caramel pie. Banana caramel pie and blueberry yeah. iced tea. I probably could convince people to shoot here just based on a food itinerary. <laughs> I'm, I don't want to be gross, but I'm like salivating. I mean, that sounds, uh, that sounds incredible. Yeah. So good. <laughs> so good. I guess it's similar to like a banoffee pie. If you've had that, like. Wow. I haven't. You need to go seek that out in your town there. <laughs> I'm sure somebody has banoffee pie. Delicious. What? What should I have asked? Like, what what are the things that are so obvious if you're a Mississippian that to somebody who's on the coasts, the east and west coasts, um, or someone, you know, just in the north would never think of? I always hear when people show up in Mississippi, they always say, I didn't realize it was going to be so green and lush in Mississippi. So I think that's something to kind of put in your mind, that it is incredibly lush and green. Um in the springtime, the number the the number of greens that you see is endless. Like, yeah. I don't think that you could probably say as a painter, you'd be like, I never knew that this much green existed. Um, so it's really lush. Uh, of course, the summer is real humid, but we get through it. We will help you through it. Um, <laughs> there are a lot of mosquitoes, <laughs> so you got to be prepared for that in the, in the summertime. Um, you know, I think we have five di different regions in the state. One is called the hills. So we do have rolling hills in the northeast part of the state. We have the delta, which is flat, flat sea, you know, for miles in front of you, horizon, um, agriculture. Um, so that's a very distinct part of our state. Most people always just think Mississippi River. Well, that's just on the western edge of our state. Um, not, actually, not, a, not very many people shoot there. Uh, they don't really need that for the most part, but people have filmed there. It, it is the mighty Mississippi for sure. There are, there are bridges that go over it. But in terms of water, other water, we have some of the most pristine water resources here in, in the country. So we have an untouched river, Pascagoula River um, on the Gulf Coast. Beautiful, beautiful, just natural settings. Uh, we have lakes and ponds all over the place, reservoirs. So if you need a water setting, we've got it. It's not just the Mississippi River. Of course, we have the Gulf Coast, which is always shocking to me that people don't realize we are on the Gulf Coast. And then we've got a, a bigger city here in Jackson. Um, yeah. So it can easily be Chicago or um, Detroit. If you shoot really narrowly, maybe New York. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this past week, this past couple of weeks, we had a production called Adam the First. Uh, David Duchovny is in that movie, and they filmed in um, an area near Columbia, Mississippi, and it looked like it looks like red rocks, desert, um, 
doesn't look like anything else in Mississippi. It's very unique. So I think that'll be the first time it'll be on the big screen. So there, you know, there are little pockets of surprises all over the state. And in our office, uh, everybody in our office is, is very adventurous. So we're all looking for that new location. Um, we're actually going to have, we're doing, we're going to do a social media campaign where we ask Mississippians to tell us what the most unique locations are in their part of the state. So I'm looking forward to seeing what comes from that. I love that. And if people fall in love and they decide, you know, this is going to be my new home base, can you talk a little bit about the real estate? I mean, Los yeah. Angeles right now, we drive around and look at completely perfectly fine two bedroom, two bathroom houses that are $2 million and you just go like, Oh will it. How will anyone ever buy a house here who isn't okay. a multimillionaire? So the quick, the quickest answer to this, and this will give them a visual too, is on Discovery Plus or on HGTV, watch the show Hometown, which takes place in Laurel, Mississippi. They're in season five. Um, I think, yes, I didn't watch the new episode last night, um, but here's an example. There have been times where somebody has Laurel Mississippi by the way is is in between Jackson and the coast so about an hour and 15 minutes from Jackson um you could buy a probably that same house that you're talking about in Los Angeles a two-bedroom average house you could probably get it in Laurel uh, as is for maybe 60 70 thousand dollars oh god and then put in another $60,000, $70,000 and have a really beautiful home, really beautiful home. Um, so my heart it's, not is that, it, it's not that cheap all over Mississippi, but it is in most places. Wow. Um, yeah, check out that show. It, it's incredible what that show has done for Mississippi. The whole town of Laurel has been transformed. It used to be a sleepy downtown, you know, lots of empty buildings. Now you cannot find an empty building for your business. The houses they've renovated, of course, they already had beautiful architecture, but they are taking all the houses that need a little love and redoing them. And it's incredible. And there are people literally moving to Mississippi because they've watched the show, because they've seen how far their money can go in Mississippi. Um, and Ben and Aaron, who are the hosts of the show, are every bit of what you see on television. That is truly, the, they are truly those people. So, I love see it. Us. Come see us. Come eat with us. That was Nina Parikh from the Mississippi Film Office talking about a place she obviously loves very much with very good reason. You can find more information at filmmississippi.org. I'm getting a note from my producer to please not sing the Bobby Gentry song again. Uh, if you'd like to know where to get banana caramel pie, it's only available in the state of Mississippi. So you're just going to have to go. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful day. See you soon.